Thank you for joining me. This is Anthony with the Dismantled Life Podcast, bonus episode one. Today I thought I would share some of the steps I took towards sobriety during my fight to get sober. The fight never ends, just to be clear. I mean, you you have to stay focused on it every day. But that's true of really any skill set that you're trying to acquire, the change habits, and lots of things have to fall in place, but you have to fight that fight every day. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. It could be a wonderful thing. In fact, it is a wonderful thing. So a lot of people, when they hear that, you know, the fight towards sobriety never ends... Many people, and I took it at first as a, a as a negative thing, a negative connotation, and that is absolutely not the case. It truly is brilliant, and I'm not just saying this because it's the tagline for the show, but it is walking towards and being in the sunshine, and it's it's amazing. So all you're really doing at the end of the day, and again, I am not a doctor, I've got no medical training whatsoever, I am not a therapist, but I took this on myself you know, using other resources that I found that are out there. And a couple things that I started to do are what I really focused on is changing habits, replacing habits. And there are three key things. And the first one for me was just getting up early. Every day, seven days a week, getting my ass up early. And the other side of that is going to bed early. Uh, I t- I learned that from Jocko Willink. He's a, a Navy SEAL. He's got an amazing podcast. I listen to it uh, very often, and I'm motivated by him because he's, tr- well, first of all, he's just an amazing person all around. If you're looking for an amazing podcast, give his a listen. Also, uh, check out his books. He really is fantastic. I mean, one of my favorites out there, just across the board, him, Tim Ferriss, and Tony Robbins. I know those are all meatballs right over the plate for most people, but there are reasons why I love them. And for Jocko, the one of the things he always preached is it's get up and start your day actively. And he gets up at 4.30 every morning and he actually takes a picture of his watch when he gets up in the morning and posts it every single morning on social media. I'm not a 4.30 a.m. guy. I'm a 5 a.m. guy. You got to find your own rhythm. 4.30 is just a little bit too early for me unless I've got uh, a project or something I'm specifically working on where I need to get up and I need that extra half an hour. But I generally get up every single day, seven days a week at 5 a.m. It now annoys me if if I'm unable to do that. The other side of that, though, is because you're getting up that early, you're able to go to bed earlier, which is um, for a cocaine addict, that's a big deal. Someone who is up, usually up until 5 a.m., uh, getting up at 5 a.m., so the other side of 5 a.m. is an, is a really good experience uh, and one that I have come to love, thanks to Jocko Willink in that regard. Of that, like I said, you can go to bed much earlier. People are like, well, how do you fall asleep so early? I, I can crash. I'm usually crashed out about 9 o'clock at night, maybe 10 o'clock if I'm going crazy and having an extra Sunday or something with Jen, but I'm out at 9 o'clock. The other thing that I I learned in terms of getting up early portion of my day is Admiral McRaven. Uh, he has a wonderful graduation speech for Texas. That I mean, he's a, an alumni there, Admiral McRaven, but he's also oddly enough a Navy SEAL. And one of the things he said in his tips to the graduates is make your bed every single day. Get up in the morning and make your bed. So no matter what happens during and throughout your day, you always come home to a nicely made bed. Uh, It sounds silly, but it starts your day with purpose and it ends your day with purpose and it's become part of my routine as well. So getting up early and making my bed every single day are two steps, at least in my morning routine. Step two for me, so I guess that, so that's like step one 
A is getting up early. Step one B is making your bed. So step step two for me is getting back to the basics. So one of the things that I stopped doing, when, so when people would say, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah, I'm getting hammered. What are you doing later? I'm getting drunk. What are you doing after that? I'm going to get shit-faced. What about after that? Yeah, I'm going to still be drunk. You know, so <laughs> once all that stopped and my days opened up to being normal, instead of normally being shit-faced, things really got back to the basics for me. So this is kind of like my back to the basics step. And there are three things here really that are important, at least for the back to the basics steps for me. One is I started reading again. I used to read voraciously and I put the books down and I picked up the bottle and the straw, sadly. So once I started reading again, I really, really got into it and started reading all of the history books that I love. It doesn't really matter what you're reading. So much as for me, reading was important. It could be anything for you, but for me, reading was a big deal because it got, it grounded me. It kind of brought me back to my, who I was, who I really am, which is important. And I love reading and I, and I, I, I do so Still, often, I always have a book in my hand, and I try to read about a book a week if I can. Some books are a little bit larger, so maybe it takes two weeks to read, and don't forget, I've, you know, I work full-time with kids and everything else, so, you know, I can't surround reading all day, but a portion of my morning, every single morning, is reading my book. The other thing that I did from time to time in a fun way is got back to playing Dungeons and Dragons. I mentioned that in episode one and that's no joke. I really got back into Dungeons and Dragons. I created some characters and I loved every second of that. I brought the kids to the Dungeons and Dragons store near the house and I bought dice and the books and everything that I needed and we all created some characters and we had some fun with it and I bought some independent campaigns that I can run on my own without being part of a particularly like a grouped campaign if you will uh, and totally geeked out and geeked out a D&D style not geeked out cocaine style uh, which there's a big difference so it was, it was amazing and and I love it and I still do it I, I don't have as much time as I'd like to play D&D as often as I'd like but I did find some amazing YouTube channels with people playing D&D that I can get my fix by watching every once in a while a half an hour or so of people playing D&D so is, if that's not the definition of being a geek and getting back to the basics I really don't know what is uh, watching other people play D&D <laughs> is amazing on YouTube. And I, no joke, I do that. Uh, and I love it. The other thing is, I call it, well, I don't call it this. The, the late, great Kobe Bryant called it this. I heard him on an interview. And he calls it making the world your library. And what he means is f- find any source of motivation, uh, any source of education, any source to challenge yourself in a positive way. And don't dismiss anything. And, and that's what I, I started to do make the world my library and anything I watched, anything I read, anything I did, I tried to extract from it a useful nugget or something powerful or meaningful. So this all sounds a little bit heavy, but it becomes very simple because you're trying to create new habits. And at first it might seem a little bit hard, but so far it's not that big a deal. Get up early, make your bed, get back to the basics, whatever that means to you. For me, it was reading and playing Dungeons and Dragons. And then by making the world my library, I just tried to find other things and ways and bits that are I'm interested in and motivated by and try to find the good in it, like really peel it back and find the good in the world around me, learn new things. So the final piece of kind of the make the world your library is, you know, thinking, being and living positive. I used to carry on all this negative energy with negative thoughts and just be weighed down, just crazy weighed down by it. And it consumed me and everything I was just always agitated and angry. You know, the alcohol and the cocaine don't obviously help and it. It manifests those thoughts and you would just sit there by myself in my garage pondering the weight of 
everything really going nowhere doing nothing just sitting in a chair getting hammered and coked up it's just ridiculous so but the problem with that is it manifested negative energy that just lived inside me and it was very corrosive so one of the things i challenged myself to do is to think be and live positive no matter what try to find the good in everything is this a serious problem yes or no break it down into its core and look at it for what it really is and have fun with stuff enjoy life smile more uh and the great anthony tony robbins excuse me um has a great quote appreciation without expectation and i try to embody that every single day and i have embodied that to this day now i have bad days um, not every day is a great day i don't walk around with rainbows coming out of my ass i really try to make it my my every day to truly live positively think positive and and it helps it really lightens the load you can put so much down if you don't force yourself to carry it around it's a big deal it sounds so simple but it's an important step so finally that's tony robbins appreciation without expectation very big deal and then the third step that we'll talk about and the final step that we'll talk about today is replacing addictions and for me there were three things that i went to that were critically important for me i started doing something that i could do physically i think replacing addictions is could be different for everybody but for me the main thing for me was i got active. I, I, every time I started getting tired, I would get up and do something, anything. And for me, I, my, my actions, the things that I chose were walking. I can't run. I'm an, I'm kind of an old ass man. I'll blow a hip. Shit happens. I'll fall down. It'll be terrible. So I can't run. My knees pop. And not to mention, I, I really look just ridiculous trying to run at this point. That aside, uh, I can walk and, and, and not look like I'm, <laughs> Like I'm a crazy person. So what what I did is I, I would walk every single day and try to go a little bit further every day. So I would get up super early in the morning, like I mentioned, I'd get up at five and then out the door I went. I would walk rain or shine, I would be outside. If it was tr- if it was crazy rain, thunderstorms, or so brutally cold that it was just not safe to be outside, and we have some of those here in the Midwest. I walked in the basement, I cleared space, and I did lap after lap after lap after lap to get my miles. And I would walk, uh, I got up to about five miles a day every single day. First, uh, I tried to crank it all out at once. And then, you know, some days your life gets in the way, you've got, you know, meetings or uh, things to do with the kids or whatever. So I would chunk it up a little bit and I would take a walk in the morning and that would be about two, two and a half miles, probably my longest chunk. And then I would take a, a walk at lunch that was about maybe a one mile 1.5 miles and then i take a walk at dinner that was about a mile and a half or so and so by chunking it up i can get my miles in and then break it up so my new habits are not a burden on my wife and the kids because you can't just be gone walking around um like the guy from kung fu for days and days and days you know you you have to be responsible for the other persons of your life as well so what i did is i, I chunked it up at first i cranked out as many as i could to kind of get my stamina up and then I chunked it up and I did it every single day. Once I got my stamina up, I picked up biking. I would I, I bought a bike, a decent bike, but an entry-level bike. And I, I went out and I would hit and I would do a five-mile bike ride. So I would replace one of my walks in the afternoon, either my lunchtime or my evening walk with a bike ride of five miles. And then I found some pretty cool trails nearby and I would just go and ride those and get five miles in under my belt that way. And what I liked about that is that became my motivation. Anytime I got tired or distracted um, or I felt myself getting pulled towards the dark side which which happens quite a bit at first and it happens from time to time now two and a half years later Uh, so you have to have your you have to build a new playbook and my playbook was taking walks and biking and then I added my final step 
which I am absolutely in love with. It is my by far my favorite activity that I do in terms of replacing my addiction, and it's boxing. I, I have truly found my sport. I love every second of it. Now, I'm an old-ass man. I don't go get punched in the face. That is not my thing. I go to title boxing, and I do the workouts. I prefer the morning routines. I like the 5.30 a.m. class Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the 6 a.m. on Tuesday, Thursday, and I love every second of that. So it's a wonderful workout. It's a, it's a great hour. You burn a ton of calories. You start your day. I come back. Then I you know shower up and read. Uh, it's spectacular. Uh, and I do actually fit in a walk after I box. So I typically, my routine now that things are kind of in place and, and what I'll call not settled, but the new, the new routine for me is I get up at five. I am out the door very quickly after to get to boxing. I box for an hour. I come home. I take a walk on my walk. I listen to Italian language podcast, which I love. Uh, halfway through my walk, I switch over to a motivational video uh, on YouTube, a, a host of great, great speakers from Pure Motivation. Then I come home. I shower up. I read. And then um, my kids get up, and then I start my day with the family. And it's, it's, it's a spectacular routine. Now, when COVID hit, had to make adjustments, obviously. So I just bought a double-end bag and a heavy bag and hung it in the basement. So I would do everything I just said, but I had to move up the workout routine. I would take my walk in the morning and then read. And then when the kids got up and, and Jen got up, I would go hit the heavy bag because it does sound like the house is falling down when you're hitting the heavy bag. I would wear headphones and do eight rounds, six days a week, usually seven days a week and crank it out. So I didn't miss a step. I have to admit, I did gain a few pounds during COVID, uh, like probably most people out there, but it's okay. Um, I'm 50. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anywho, so those are my things, you know, and I'm sorry this uh, for maybe a little bit longer bonus uh, episode here um, than I promised. But just to just to reiterate, getting up early, making my bed, reading, playing Dungeons and Dragons, making the world my library and living positively, appreciation without expectation. And then I replace my addictions with walking, biking, and boxing. That's my routine, and I still live with this routine every day. I am committed to it, and I love it. And the best part about this is this is now my routine and who I am. I have replaced the ugliness with this. Of course, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do cocaine. But in order to not to be free of those, I had to find ways to positively replace those bad habits. And this is what I did. Uh, and I still do it to this day. Thank you for listening. I am really excited about how things are going for the show. I've got some wonderful feedback. And for anyone listening, if you like the show, please be so kind as to go to iTunes or anywhere you find your podcast and give us an honest rating and review. I would really, really appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. Find the sunshine. 